Welcome back to Marriage Monday. Thanks so much for joining with me. My name is Dave Berenger, and this is my podcast to help you build your marriage one Monday at a time. I also want to say happy Valentine's Day because on this day that this is being recorded, it is Monday, it is February the 14th, and if that is a surprise to you and you are part of a couple, I'm just going to tell you, uh, you are behind the eight ball right now. Make some plans. In fact, reservations are probably booked, so plan a romantic homemade dinner tonight. Enjoy the evening. Have a wonderful time just appreciating each other, loving each other, and really letting it challenge you to not save everything for Valentine's Day, but be consistent in the way that you pursue each other every day of the year. Today, we're going to talk about change and specifically what happens when we stop trying to change our spouse. Now, let me give credit to where credit is due. I am part of a company called Prepare and Enrich, and and what I mean by that is I'm a facilitator for them. I've been trained by them to help utilize their assessment to help prepare couples for marriage as well as to assess couples that are married to help them get more marital health. And they do a blog, and Prepare and Enrich has a phenomenal blog that goes out quite often. And on the 2nd of February, they put out a blog that simply said, four things that happen when you stop trying to change each other. And I thought to myself, this would be a great topic. So the props go toward Preparing and Rich. And if you've never been involved with it, if you've never taken the assessment, I'm going to encourage you, invest the $35 for the assessment, sit down with a facilitator like myself, and see the breakdown of, of how your strengths and growth areas match up. Sit down and look at the breakdown of all of the assessment, the data that you put in, and to see where your marriage can grow and how your marriage can be fortified. I think it's worth the $35 investment to sit down and to do Prepare and Enrich. So let's talk about this. Four things that happen when we try, when we stop trying to change each other. This is so huge. If you're taking notes, this is a great thing to write down in a journal. Number one, when you stop trying to change each other, you start appreciating each other more. Let's be clear. If you're bent on trying to tweak your, your partner's life constantly, you actually learn to appreciate them less. Why? Because you won't see them for who they are. You're going to see them for what they could be. And we need to love our spouses for who they are. Does that mean that they should never change? No, I'm not saying that. Listen, I'm a pastor. I'm a Christ follower. And I believe two things. Is Number one, um, there is a God. And he is the changing agent. And number two, I am not God and I am not the changing agent. So when saying that, I have to recognize that if my sole goal in my marriage is just to change my spouse, it is no wonder why I'm going to see less satisfaction, where I'm going to see less passion within my relationship because that passion and that that excitement is only going to be, um, it's only going to be connected to the change that I see. And when we begin to set aside the need to change our spouse and we can begin to see them for their talents, their giftings, we can begin to appreciate them more and more because we have set aside the idea of what do I want to see change and now we can just simply look at them and love them and appreciate them for who they are. Secondly, we learn to leverage those differences. So I love the flow here. Not only do we look at them and appreciate who they are, but we can actually see those differences as an opportunity to help grow the relationship. I see all sorts of different couples come together, and quite often I get a married couple sitting with me, and they're looking at their differences, and they're using them as the excuse to either attack each other or to think that they have a 
a horrible marriage or a weak marriage, but I spend time looking at those differences and helping them to see that the reason why your spouse is different is number one, because they're the opposite sex, and number two, because they have different giftings. And if you can look at those differences, you can begin to realize that those differences can be a gift. For example, you can be more outspoken, you can be more impulsive, um, you can be a verbal processor, and that can work in some situations, but there are some situations that could be a detriment. And, and you look at your spouse who maybe is quieter, they're an internal processor, they may be, they're just a deeper thinker on certain issues, and you may look at that and say, man, they, I need them to be more like me, but there's going to be situations for which you need that side. You need their giftings so that the impulse and the passion doesn't destroy the, uh, maybe a fragile situation that you're dealing with, but you've got that, you've got that spouse that's coming in with that, with that quiet power that quiet approach. And so when you look at those differences, you cannot just appreciate them, but you can leverage them to help you in your relationship. Number three, your satisfaction gets a boost. When you stop trying to change each other, your marital satisfaction automatically gets a boost. And I promise you that's very, very true. Because again, when you get to the place where your sole goal is no longer to change, you not just see the differences and begin to appreciate them, you not just leverage them, but automatically, naturally, satisfaction, marital passion gets a boost. Now, I've said this for years. In fact, I believe it was last week's podcast where we talk about dating, that couples who talk about their passion has run dry. They're no longer passionate about their spouse, passionate in their marriage. I believe it's because they've stopped pursuing their spouse. They're not dating their spouse. But I think a very close number two is there are those people that are dating their spouse that are trying to get their passion going, but they're maybe trying to change their spouse. So if we can date our spouse and stop trying to change your spouse, you're going to begin to see satisfaction begin to rise because satisfaction is not going to be dependent upon what they could become, but your satisfaction is going to be on who they are. And that's going to grow the satisfaction and joy in your relationship. And that leads me to number four, you grow together you grow together. Some of you are saying, well, Dave, there's some things that I would like to see change in my spouse. I think every single one of us will love to see something tweaked in our spouse. It may be small. It may be big. I think we all see something that we would want to change. But I love the book of Psalms, Psalms chapter 139. I use it often in premarital counseling and, and regular marriage counseling. Psalms 139 simply says this, search my heart, God. Not search somebody else's heart, but search my heart. Lord, check out my life first. And when we get into the place where we can stop turning our attention towards somebody else's, in our view, our view, their faults, or in our view, things that we would like to see change, when we get to the place where we've got two spouses that are no longer trying to tweak each other, but trying to change themselves, you begin to see growth that takes place together. That's a beautiful thing. When we stop looking at perceived flaws, it's like a weight gets lifted. When you stop going into a mode of looking like you're judging or criticizing your spouse and thus putting your spouse in defensive mode, when you get rid of that and you wholly accept and appreciate your spouse, you're actually getting to the place where you're more vulnerable, you can now grow together, your life can flourish together, and you're going to see the fruit of that begin to be born for years to come. Couples that try to change each other become miserable together. But couples that work on self-change and they work on growing themselves to be a better spouse, 
those couples, it's not that one person grows more than the other. It's that the marriage actually grows together because the two have become one and they're working at it like one unit. So today, would you do that? It's Valentine's Day. It's a really, really gift, to uh, this gift of the day to set aside the selfishness and to go into a mode that just simply says, you know what, I need to stop trying to change my spouse because if I can get to that spot, that means I'm going to appreciate my spouse more. We're going to be able to leverage our differences. Our satisfaction together is going to get a boost. And ultimately, we're going to grow together. And that's the mode that we need to be in. God, give us marriages that will set aside differences and not leverage them to attack each other, but to be leveraged for the growth of the relationship so that they can grow together in a healthy bond. That's all I've got for today. I hope you have a great Marriage Monday. Go into Valentine's week. Spoil your spouse, encourage your spouse, and stop trying to change them and watch your marriage grow. God bless.